0: And welcome back to Marvelous Movie Mondays. I am one of the co-hosts of the show, Dylan.
1: I'm your other co-host, Kelsey. How are
0: you doing, Kelsey? Happy Monday.
1: I'm good. I'm sorry, Dylan. I'm a little tired, a little low energy today, just it's because okay. I was just at the mall all day shopping because mm. my family and I are going to Ireland in August. Just very excited about that. Very exciting. So I've been nice. doing some very heavy duty, like, outfit gotcha. prep for that. hmm yeah. So are more. you doing
0: like the, the Irish colours, like the orange and greens, or are you just like
1: I mean, I don't wanna look <laughs> that much like a tourist. I'm right. just I'm gonna try to blend it as much that's, as possible. That's a
0: good point. Yeah. I've only should.
1: been out of the country two times. Actually, that's that's such a lie because I've gone to the Bahamas, I think, mm-hmm. at least twice. Okay. But like I've been to Canada and I was and I've been to London like two years ago now. And every time I'm out of the country I try to appear not as as not American as possible just right. because I know we're not received well in other parts of the world. Oh, People yeah, don't, I don't, love I don't blame them. <laughs> when Americans are in their country, especially in yeah. France for some reason. Mm. But I, I'm going to try to look like a local as much as I can.
0: Cool. Um, and we will, of course, plan ahead for all you listeners uh, as to what we're going to do during that time, whether or not it's just going to be me writing solo or we uh, pre-tape or something. We'll figure it out. Um, we have cool stuff planned for like the next few weeks. Uh, we will announce what we're doing next week at the end of the show. Uh, but as always, you're here for this podcast about Episode six of Loki, also the season finale, not the series finale, uh, as we all were expecting, um, or maybe some weren't expecting. I don't know. We'll talk about that. Um,
1: well, we could have said that at the end.
0: Well, well, I mean, it's in the thumbnail season finale, so uh, people know. And if you're watching well, this, you probably- I
1: saw season finale, and it didn't, like, bother me at all. Like, I didn't think anything of it.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, Yeah. I I see. uh, the whole time I thought it was a series finale, but we'll get into it, and and that's important in just like kind of reviewing the episode as a whole to see like what were our expectations, and now that we know that it's not the end of the story, Mm -hmm. like does it make it more effective, does it make it less effective, we'll talk, Um, but before we get to that, we have Marvel news as always uh, to cover, to just let you know what's going on in the Marvel universe, in the real Marvel universe, um, (laughs) because there's a lot, always, Uh, so Kelsey, what do you have to talk about this week?
1: um i just have a little tidbit of personal news i oh. did have to get a new notebook if you listen to last week's episode i did hear i did tell you and i mm-hmm. you heard i said that yes. i ran out of all my pages in my notebook so i got a new notebook oh and it's then a spider notebook, and it says amazing awesome. on it and there's a that little spider-man incredible. on it so wow. Yeah, I was gonna I'm say like, none of
0: the fans, none of the fa- fans sent you anything. Like we asked.
1: Oh, I didn't give my address. <laughs>
0: oh, right. <we> didn't, <laughs> and I
1: didn't expect anything. But they were supposed anyone.
0: to send it via like Harry Potter uh, owl mail. Oh, um, right,
1: right, right. And no, they, they I
0: disappointed. So yeah, fans, come, come
1: on. Um, it's I okay. shouldn't say
0: fans. Well, v- viewers, because like we we're not at the point yet where we have fans yet uh i don't know maybe uh, maybe we do um my news is a little bit
1: more involved yeah um, for sure i just wanted to show everyone my new notebook
0: <laughs> that's a very nice new notebook we'll Thank we'll you. uh put the li- put the link for for the notebook down there uh to promote it if you all want to buy a notebook just like kelsey or unless kelsey you want to be the only one then i'll then i won't um put it in there but anyway no, we um, can be
1: twinsies with our great.
0: notebook. uh so check out the youtube bio and pick up a notebook of your own uh, and then show it to us, send us pictures of you and your notebook. And then we might put you on the show. I don't know. I really don't know how many people are actually like going to do that. But um, anyway, we got a lot of Emmy nominations for both WandaVision and some for the Winter Soldier. So I was just going to rattle off a few of them, not all of them, but there were 23 nominations for WandaVision, which was the third most nominated of any series this year. Um, (laughs) Really, really amazing effort, um, including of course, um, Elizabeth Olsen, Paul Bettany, Katherine um, Hahn as uh, Agatha Harkness. Uh, Agatha all along nabbed a nomination for Outstanding Music and Lyrics. Um, it just got a lot of great nominations across the board. Best Limited Series. It was nominated for the Best Mini Series, along with like Queen's Gambit and Mayor of Easttown, which is, are like high bars to meet. Um, so I, I, think it's definitely deserving. Mm. And then of course, a lot of other ones about like the design and the intros to the, to the theme songs, all that. Um, and then Falcon and the Winter Soldier got five and one of them, their most prestigious, uh, of course they got sound award, they got stunt awards, uh, they got visual effects, but the one like major category they got nominated in was best guest actor for Don Cheadle. And as we know, Don Cheadle is in maybe five minutes of it. Uh, mm-hmm. So, Kelsey, I saw Don Cheadle's reaction. I want to know what is your reaction to that?
1: I saw that. That was the one nomination that I saw for Falcon and the Winter Soldier because I think I only saw like the actors and like the director right. nominees. I didn't see any technical right. nominations because it wasn't really um, up
0: for a lot. It's it's not. It's only five nominees.
1: Yeah. Well, I I wanted to see more because I know mm-hmm. there was there had to have been more for it because there were, I was expecting to see more for WandaVision because I didn't I definitely didn't see. 23 nominations for WandaVision. I was like, where are the rest of them? But, um, yeah, I thought that was, like, a super interesting choice. I (laughs) Maybe they just needed some filler. Maybe they were like, we need at least one more nominee. Who should it be? My thing thing. is that
0: TV, there's so much more to watch than movies Mm because there's episodes and episodes and episodes. So I'm wondering if people who hadn't even seen it were like, oh, Don Cheadle's in that? Cool. I'll throw him as one of my five on my list. And then he ends up making it. I really... Because Wyatt Russell doesn't get nominated, even Julia Louis-Dreyfus, who has a bigger part, doesn't get nominated. Mm. Uh, you know, the two themselves, oh, yeah. Bucky and Bucky and Sam, don't like. There's one well, nomination. I don't Tom think Jr. that
1: Wyatt Russell is really a guest actor on that show. No,
0: I'm just saying in general. Like, he's like, all definitely
1: like a yeah. co-star. Supporting. I don't know. Yeah,
0: he's he's supporting for sure. <laughs> yeah, because there's lead, supporting, guests. But yeah, even then, like guest. Yeah, if we're just talking guest, I do think like there were more effective guest roles in all those shows and in, in wandavision even um so it, it's interesting um but oh my god evan luck.
1: peters could have been nominated i feel like i in, feel like he was campa-
0: i think he was campaigned in supporting i'm not sure because he got nominated for supporting but for is he in mayor Town? is that the show
1: he got nominated for oh yeah he is in yeah. B- So Town. he
0: got he got nominated for that against um other people for the miniseries award oh um, okay and- Including a few actors from Hamilton as well, Anthony Ramos, David Diggs, uh, because Hamilton is considered a TV special because it was on Disney Plus. It's very weird um, Wait, how that's people are classified. So weird. I know, I know. So Hamilton continues to get nominated for everything, but um, yeah, just an interesting nominations across the board. I think WandaVision's all of them are earned, and all of them. I hope. I don't know if Elizabeth Olsen has a competition because Kate Winslet's in there for Marysville Town. You mm. also have Anya Taylor Joy for Queens Gambit. Um, yeah, The yeah, actress yeah. from I May Destroy You, like that's a tough category. Paul Bendy, though, I feel like he could win. I feel like he has a good shot, just because you know his his category is a little less competitive. He's got Hugh Grant from The Undoing that he's up against, but I think you know I think he might have a shot. So we're 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 hoping for both of you, uh, for all of you, all the nominations. Uh, we'd love to see you win. That'll be in September, so we won't talk about it for a long time. Uh, let's dive into this episode though, because it is the season finale, as we said. Can we can we just really quickly just talk about that? Because I know it's at the okay. end. Okay. But I do think it's important to address that we, at least I thought, this was a miniseries. It was directed by one person, which already makes it a miniseries. Because if it's directed by multiple people, each episode is a different director. It's not considered a miniseries. But this was all directed by the same person. It was marketed to be only six episodes, fit in at this point in the storyline. So when, of course, we get the reveal that it's not the end and there's more, did that lessen the end impact for you? Did that make it less... You know, like, what did you feel about that?
1: I mean, it didn't make the ending for me less impactful in any way. Like, mm-hmm. I still enjoyed the ending because, like the other two series that we got, I knew that it was going to end, like, with n- with not all the uh, questions being answered. Right. For I- me, I... I mean like I'm I'm stoked obviously that we're getting a second s- season. Like I'm I will always watch Tom Hiddleston be Loki. Like there's right. never going to be a scenario where I'm not going to hear that oh he's he's still playing Loki in this project. Oh my god. You know, I'm always going to yeah. feel that. Right. Um for me it just makes me upset just because I feel like Loki's no longer going to be a part of the movies anymore.
0: Well, that I don't even know. You know, that's the weird thing is, like, now that it's going to be multiple seasons, does that mean season two is going to take place at a different point in the MCU timeline? Or is it supposed to Mm. be... Because when we go through and watch these movies, of course, Mm -hmm. it's like Captain Marvel takes place earlier than than it was released. And, like, Black Panther takes place right after Civil War. Now Black Widow takes place after Civil War. Like, there's a lot of, like, different finagling that when it's now multiple seasons, now that's even more branches, essentially, to this MCU timeline. Well, yeah. And I think the problem is, like, looking back, I thought it was going to be the end. So when Mm. that last shot ends and it goes to credits, I just feel like, well, there's no closure. But then they're like, oh, it continues on. But at the same time, I feel like every season needs at least some sort of closure to at least, like, feel complete in itself. Like, I think of Stranger Things, each season kind of stands on its own. It is one series and there are cliffhangers, but it's like Mm -hmm. each season can be watched on its own without having to necessarily go back, without having to you know, connect the two. And I'm almost wondering if you're sure. going to do six, six episodes in season two, why not just do a 12 episode mini, mini series? You know what I mean? Just like do it all at once instead of, uh, so I, I really don't know what their plan is, Um, but we'll get into the actual episode itself because it's, 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 it's a confusing, it's really confusing yeah. knowing where exactly it's going to go from here. Uh, but we'll theorize at the end. Kelsey, why don't you give us your Alrighty. brief synopsis on the episode and then take us in to Fair Journey brief. of Loki. So- no
1: Loki, season one, episode six, for all time, always. Sylvie and Loki figure out who's been in control of the TVA and are given a very interesting proposition. That's right. So we this episode starts right after our recap with the Marvel credits rolling. And instead of any music of any kind, we are... Or actually, we do hear a song, but we don't hear the typical Marvel intro that we're used to hearing. We we hear Steve and Peggy's song, you know, their their dance song
0: that's all over TikTok. Just exactly,
1: yeah, yeah. exactly. And then we hear a slew of dialogue from all the movies throughout the twenty-three films or twenty-four films now that Black Widow is officially out um we hear sam wilson say way to go tic tac hope says that's how you punch we hear a hulk roar we hear t'challa say wakanda forever we hear scott say no you wouldn't have heard of me nat we hear her say let me put you on hold we hear peter quill say dance off bro Mm -hmm. thor he's a friend from work steve i can do this all day yeah i know hank i'll show you ferocity carol higher further faster baby loki we have a hulk Korg, we're going to jump on that spaceship and get out of here. Want to come? Bucky, who the hell is Bucky? Quill, I have part of a plan. Fury, hey kid, Uh, Hulk, puny god. We hear a quote from Neil Neil Armstrong. We hear a Nelson Mandela quote. We hear a quote from uh, Greta Thunberg, a Malala quote. And we end on Vision saying, what is grief if not love persevering?
0: It was a lot. And I loved it. I loved the opening. I was like, ooh, we're getting into I was like,
1: what is happening? Why are we getting reminded of all these different moments? Why is it, like, these specific pieces of dialogue being selected? I don't even know.
0: Yeah, I think it's just kind of a way to be like, this is now a worldly, like, this affects everything. Like, this whole timeline thing. I really think that was just the purpose of it. And because it gets a little boring hearing the same thing over and over again. And I think it's cool that they kind of sure. switched it up a little bit. You know, they already put the green on the title. Now, like, now what do we do? You know, so but we I, know I Marvel
1: like and we know everything that they do is with a purpose. So yeah,
0: exactly. I want to know. Yeah, well, maybe we'll never find out. Who knows?
1: So we have this very quick shot of Loki and Sylvie outside the castle, just to remind us of where we left off and mm-hmm. the Loki credits roll. So then we go into scene one where Loki and Sylvie are standing right outside the door. Sylvie is working up the courage, I guess, uh, to either kick it down. She's waiting for Loki to say something to her. He's like, I have nothing to say. She's like, that's a first. Um, And then we hear Sylvie say this really interesting line, which I don't understand if she meant what she said or what happened. But she says, I was pruned before you even existed. I, I just need to like give myself a minute to like work up, you know, get my head on straight or something.
0: Yeah. And maybe, I'm like,
1: maybe,
0: maybe she's just referring to when she got pulled out of her timeline. Like she got pruned from her timeline.
1: Yeah. But she didn't get pruned prune until she pruned herself, or at least that's what I thought. Right. Well, they took, they took her that. away,
0: but then you see they did reset the timeline and it kind of pruned all her other shit. That sure, sure, away. sure. Maybe
1: that's Maybe what, that's she, was what talking she meant. About. I,
0: I, I, that's what I took it as, but I don't know. That's a good point. I was
1: just like, I heard that and I was like, wait, wait, did I hear that right? Did she just say she got pruned? I don't <laughs> right.
0: know. Yeah.
1: So then the door opens by itself before anyone can do any kicking of it down. And we open to a very marble looking castle like, you know. Museum esque building where we see two statues, and before we can get too far, <laughs> who pops out of nowhere? None My other girl. than Miss Minutes herself. My girl. So she says that they're at the Citadel uh, at the end of time, and that they're about to meet He Who Remains, and he, she offers him. She says he has a deal for you. You can both be reinserted into the timeline and be and go on to live their lot li- live your lives as if y- as you've always wanted to and the TVA can still function as is and you don't try to take down the TVA right now basically and loki and sylvie she promises loki you can even wield the infinity gauntlet if you want you can kill Thanos and all six infinity stones can be yours but they decline her offer and say that they're writing their own destiny now and she's like, "Yeah, all right, we'll see about that." And she, yeah,
0: so she's so she's <laughs> in on it. But like, I don't even think it's even malicious. I think she's just like doing her job, you know? Yeah. Um,
1: I mean, yeah, she's I, like I, a computer program, like
0: right. I'm still how like much malicious intent
1: like, <laughs> can she have? You know, <laughs> like
0: I'm, my heart's not changing.
1: No, I know you. She's you're never girl. gonna be uh, swayed, no matter well, it's what. My Halloween Ms.
0: costume. <laughs> I, I need it to. I need to like her. She's my yeah. Halloween costume. I already bought it.
1: The materials.
0: I didn't build it yet. Oh, I
1: thought you were like they. I, I thought you were telling me that they already have like Miss Minutes costumes that you they probably already do. bought. There's I probably mean, some they,
0: cosplayers who do have it, but.
1: they're probably like already working on it for Comic Con. Honestly, the people who make their outfits for Comic Con, there's a whole episode about it. There's a docu series on, on on MCU on Disney Plus under oh, cool. the Marvel section. Obviously, it's called. Six I'm pretty sure. And there's a whole episode on Comic-Con and cosplayers and how these people make their outfits and how they choose to like what they choose to be and why they do it. And it's so, so interesting. And I just wish I had like the creativity and (laughs) patience that they do to just handcraft these outfits. Yeah,
0: no, mine's just an orange Hulu Hoop.
1: (laughs) That's how far you've gotten. That's how far,
0: it's somewhere, it's 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 further than I got with my last costume before Halloween. Because I cannot ha- believe you being
1: Miss Minutes.
0: <laughs> we'll I see, can't
1: wait.
0: maybe something else. Maybe we'll get something in Hawkeye that's just even cooler, and I'll have to be that.
1: We'll see. So then we <laughs> see, uh, we cut back to the TVA where we see Ravona, and she is. You know, packing up a briefcase. She's downloading something on her tempad. Miss Minutes appears and is like, and she's like, "Where have you been?" And she's like, "Oh, like you know, some other things had to be taken care of." But I'm downloading the files that you asked for. She opens up her tempad. She's like, "This isn't what I asked for." But Miss Minutes just slyly says, "Yeah, but he thinks that will be more helpful." And boom, she she disappears. So then we're back in the castle building, Hogwarts esque looking place. (laughs) Um, where they walk into another room where, I don't know if you notice this, Dale, but there are three more statues and one statue that has been completely demolished. So Mm -hmm. I don't know if this is purposeful because they believe that there's three timekeepers and then this demolished statue, like, was there supposed to be a fourth timekeeper? What happened to this fourth timekeeper? So there's
0: three and then one more.
1: There's three statues that are perfectly fine. And then there's one statue that has just been destroyed. And like the remains are just scattered on the floor. And I like, I saw this and I was like, Hmm, that looks fishy. Um, I literally wrote down how that happened. Okay. So then (laughs) we, another door opens and a guy in purple appears eating a green apple. And for a second, I saw him like, you know, just as he was sitting there in that room. And I was like, is that, is that Mordo from Doctor Strange? <laughs> because that theory has been tossed around TikTok. I was buying I it realize. into a second. And I was like, did TikTok really just call this reveal right now? No. Is Mordo behind the TVA? No. Um, it's not. Yeah. So, and we will, we
0: will save his name because we never hear his name. So We never
1: hear his name. Yeah. Um, so, we, are,
0: we are led to believe it's someone, but maybe. Right. But we don't know. really know um, who this guy is. Right. But uh, Jonathan Majors is the actor and mm. just incredible. But we'll get there. We'll get there.
1: We'll get there when we get there. So he says, Come on, let's talk in my office. They realize that he's just a man and Sylvie is stoked because she's like, Huh, that means you're just flesh and blood. You're easy to kill. But every time she tries to kill him, he's able to transport himself into a different aspect of the room. Um they meet him, they they go up into the elevator to his office. Where we go we excuse me, we cut back to the TVA where Mobius finally has uh, this interaction with Ravonna, Um And he's like, you know, he he made it out of the void. She's like, if anyone can make it out of the void, it would be you. And he's like, yeah, well, one man's void is another man's like walk in the park or whatever. And she and he's like, what what are you doing? Like the timekeepers aren't real. Like we're all variants. Like all this has been a lie. And she's like, well, it couldn't have been all for nothing. Like I I have to believe that this is all for like a good reason. So then she commands like the other agents to come and like get Mobius like out of her office. And he's like, no, 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 that's not gonna work. Because actually, I teamed up with B-15 and we found out your secret. So instead, now all the agents are going to be on Mobius and B-15 side because they revealed the truth that Ravona Judge R- Renslayer, as they call her, was just another person on Earth. A principal in Ohio of Franklin D. Roosevelt <laughs> High School. Yeah. That is and what I, she was doing.
0: And I, I think this is kind of where I was kind of right, where it's like she she's not malicious about anything. She's just mm. kind of doing her job because sure. I do truly believe now that she did not know that the timekeepers were phonies. I Because I really don't think she did. And I think it was just kind of like when that happened, she was like, okay, now I need to figure out what the fuck is going on and stay calm. And that's what yeah. made her prune Loki. And then because her whole goal was prune Loki and, and Sylvie still like she's the antagonist mm-hmm. to them. But I don't think she's necessarily like the mohaha mastermind behind the TV right And I think it's right. evident with this episode. But the question is, we're going to get there in a sec. Where does she hop off to? And that's an interesting question.
1: Right. Exactly. So then we're at c5 we're back at the citadel as i've named it for this scene and this scene only according to my notes um he says this man that they meet he already knows everything that's going to happen i wrote (laughs) i mean we i guess we could talk about this at the end but i did write down in my notes i'm like this guy is so irritating Really? And maybe he's supposed to be, like, maybe he's supposed to be unlikable, but I was just so irritated. Maybe I just hated watching Sylvie and Loki lose. Well, he's because, also a
0: villain, so you're not supposed to root for him, but at I the mean, same time, I guess,
1: but he's not really a villain. This the good
0: variant, yeah, exactly. This is the good of
1: version of him, that. exactly. Yeah. So he, then, I feel he... like he should have been more, like, right. like, I don't know, like, nerdy and like, oh, like, no, 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 like, yeah, I'm doing I, I, everything I for a good f- reason. I, I, I but he was like walk on like I
0: thought the opposite I thought he was like kind of like I love how know. he was like kind of funny and cool and like kind of just a trickster almost like like he knows he's smarter than everyone else in the room which I, I know what you mean like it's harder to see Loki and Sylvie not be the smartest people in the room but you know <laughs> yeah. it's a good challenge for them I think I, I love the performance I thought I thought I was eating it all up but again like I get what you mean. Like, he was irritating because he was such an obstacle for their goal. It's
1: especially because in this scene, he goes on this whole rant. They were like, No, like, you lost. Like, we beat you. We beat Eliath. We broke out of your game. We, like, we got here. And he's like, No, 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 no. I allowed it all to happen. Like, I paved the way for you. You just walked down the path. And it's like, If that were me. If I was Sylvie or Loki, I would be fuming. I I like right. get angry talking about it because I was mm-hmm. just so upset for them. I'm like, everything that they did, they thought they were just like conning the con, you know, outsmarting the mastermind. But the entire time he was like, no, like everything yeah. you did was already predetermined it kind of
0: reminds me of infinity war how loki is the villain of the avengers like loki is the biggest threat in the entire phase one then we get to infinity war and thanos snaps his neck in half and it's like Hmm. the person who was the most feared person in the first phase is now getting crushed by this other person person it's like there's always gonna be someone more powerful down the line i mean it reminded me of i hate to say it but the mephisto talk where it's like thanos (laughs) was bad wait till you get the mephisto and it's like i I get that they're climbing the ladder now where there's Mm -hmm. even greater evils uh and i think this person i'm not gonna say his name but like i think they might be even more scary than someone like thanos because they have this extra added element of Time travel and the variants and just the all-knowing, like what is going on, and I think that's that's incredibly effective as a villain. And I think it's right for you to not like him because he's frustrating because that's the yeah. role of the villain is first and foremost to provide the obstacle for our protagonist. So I, I think they did it effectively. Um, do you still think the like? Do you thought the performance was okay, or you just didn't like any of it?
1: I think that the performance was probably good, and that's why I don't like him. Okay, you know, it's like, like umbridge, I think the a- the actor did his job.
0: Mm-hmm. That's yeah, that's exactly. About umbridge. Yeah.
1: It's it's umbrage.
0: Phoenix Order of the Phoenix is my least favorite movie in that series of the of the eight. Not not the Fantastic Beast movies, but that's the least favorite movie of my of that series because. I just can't stand her. Every time she's on screen I want to skip past it just cuz yeah. she she plays it so well that she's so irritated. Yeah. So I I get what you mean. Yeah.
1: So then we're back at the TVA and Ravona basically tells Mobius that she wants to keep the lie going. That, you know, this all has to be for a reason. Mobius thinks that people should have free will. He's like, "We can't take people's free will away. Can't you see that?" And Ravona, if, if who we thought the entire time Ravona betrayed Loki by pruning him and sending him off to the void where this entire time Ravona has felt betrayed by him, where he started working so close with the Lokis and turning to, you know, Sylvia and Loki for help and for guidance and for all this stuff. She was like, you threw our friendship away to work with them. I mm-hmm. told you not to, and you disobeyed me and that hurt. And it's like, <sighs> I don't know. Like your betrayal was much worse. Like pruning <laughs> Pruning sure. Mobius was like so much worse than everything that he did. Like I think she just said that just to make herself look like more of a I don't know, a a not a villain, I guess. But I just thought that was such a, a weak argument to have. Yeah. And, you know, Mobius goes to prune her or at least stop her before she walks into this portal that she's made herself. And he's no match for Ravona. He yeah. she immediately just like like kicks him. He lands like into the table and couches and he's like, yeah, you're right. I guess I was no yeah. match for you. Yeah, no, but she's a
0: badass. She is.
1: Yeah, she's 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 cool, I guess. <laughs> if I'm not, you know, when I'm not mistrust like distrusting her, you know. So instead of pruning Mobius, she turns the prune stick off and she just like heads on into the portal. He asks her, where are you going? And she says, I'm going to search uh, in search of free will, she says. I wonder um, if she's
0: going to see her origins and all that because now she's realizing that Mobius is right or she's partnered up with this all-knowing person and she's on some other scheme. Uh, what do you think? Is it for the better or for worse? Like, do you think she's going to, like, do something evil or, like, maybe? No,
1: I don't think she's going to do something evil. I don't even think she knows who's really in charge. Like, because even when Miss Minutes says, like, oh, he thought that these files would be more useful, she's like, who? But before she can even answer, Miss Minutes is gone. So it's like... Mm Good point. I need to find answers within myself because like she says, I need to believe that all that my life's work, everything that I've been doing hasn't been for nothing. You know, I feel yeah. like I can totally understand where she's coming from. You know, yeah. when you dedicate your life to something, your way of life, you completely reject your old way. You're like, this is what I'm doing now. It's like to realize that like, Oh, I've just been doing this to like, keep up appearances. And this has all been a smoke and mirrors act. Like yeah. what I, part. You know, she could just be in her own stage of denial. She's like, right. no, I can't accept that I haven't been getting given free will all my life because up until now, I've, I've been fine, you right. know? Mm-hmm. So then we uh, cut back to the Citadel, and he says that everything would burn without him and the TVA. He's been given many names. He's been called a ruler, a conqueror, he who remains (laughs) and a jerk and he basically takes them through what happened because Sylvie's like oh so there was this multiversal war and then the timekeepers came and saved everyone and he's like no that's not what happened at all so a variant of himself from the 31st century in Earth realized that there were universes stacked on top of his own and he started to make contact with all those other variants of himself you know living on on all those different timelines at first they you, you know were peaceful with one another they shared ideas technology but you know not every variant had good intentions o- other variants saw the timeline as just another world to conquer and that's right. when the a multiversal war broke out and so then one variant discovered aliath and was basically able to end the mer- multiversal war because he's like hey you see this giant cloud monster he's about to eat up your timeline like do not mess with me and he was able to get rid of all the other timelines other than his own. Um, And he says this very interesting line at the end of his whole spiel where he says, you came to kill the devil. (sighs) And I'm not, and that's as far as I'm going to say. That's all I'm going to say about that. Yep. (laughs) Yep. <laughs> Other people were talking about how he was eating an apple and how that relates to another biblical story involving oh, an apple no, and, a big, and a snake. And that was my devil. big
0: realization that I made that I was so happy to share at the end. I was going to make you just ruined it. Honestly. Oh
1: well, you ruined well, it really- when I talked about when I wanted to talk about Miss Minutes and how she was the voice of Jill Pickles on the Rugrats. So now we're even. Right.
0: Yeah, but okay. no, it's it's that idea of you know the 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 apple is symbol symbolic, obviously, because the snake has the apple and it's like they're trying to get the two adam and eve to bite adam doesn't want to and adam's like hey eve let's let's listen and eve is the one who bites the apple and that's where everything goes to hell. so why was your took
1: you took it even further i thought well, we were yeah. just making a devil theme i didn't like actually oh. think that like loki and sylvie were like Adam and Eve. Oh no! I totally wow, because again,
0: because again, Adam and Eve. Eve is born. Eve is a one of Adam's ribs that was born of Adam. Sylvie is a variant mm-hmm. of Loki, mm-hmm. and they are in love, even though they are kind of the same person. And these two, there's a kiss, even though they're the same person. I I I, I thought it was like very blatant, but again you know just when i saw the apple i was like oh this is like the temptation the garden of Eden." he's tempting them and he's the and loki's the one who wants to play it cool be like yeah let's listen to him let's let's play it cool let's let's obey let's do what we're supposed to and then slowly's like nope i'm rebelling takes a bite of the apple metaphorically and then that's when everything Mm -hmm. changes and that's why when he's loki sent back that's adam being sent to the wasteland that that was what i interpreted as so maybe i am so this is my i am happy now that i get to share my full theory so i guess the tiktok didn't go as far as that but no tiktok
1: um, did definitely not go as far as that at well, all. well i'm proud of myself no. then no you should <laughs> so, be that was great um, yeah
0: which
1: so i kind of spoiled
0: what would happen next but you know
1: well before we get into all of that um yeah. sylvie just decides that she doesn't believe him and he's mm-hmm. like listen you have two options here you can kill me and all the other variants of myself all the much more evil variants of myself can come here and just take my place and make things even worse for you yeah. or you Sylvie and Loki can run the joint. And yeah, you can take... eat the apple or stay in the garden of Eden. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So she tells him, like, you don't get it. Like, you've just been, like, taking, like, you've been pruning innocent timelines. You've been, you know, taking people just, like, out of their, you know, timelines. And, and he's like, it wasn't personal. It's practical. And she says, well, it was personal to me. And he yells at her to grow up and that they're all villains. And in this moment, I don't know how you felt Dale, but I was like, he's not wrong. No, like, he's not. That's the thing. He knows. He's he's not he wrong. Knows. He's not wrong to yell at Sylvie to grow up. But I think that by him just not trusting him or anyone for that matter, and by him yelling at her to grow up, I'm like, this is all mm-hmm. feeding into the vengeance and the rage that she right. already has. Like, bubbling in her this and the whole thing is, I think series this whole, you know this
0: whole series too loki and sylvie have been growing but i think loki's been doing a lot more permanent growth than sylvie has and yeah. this episode really shows that um that she was not quite at the same level loki was in terms of his growth and his acceptance of what really matters and who they are and loving themselves and trusting themselves and all that.
1: And I really think that's because of their two different, you know, how they, they, their coming, uh, their childhoods, you know, they had two different ways of coming up and Loki had a real family. You know, he believed up until like when you know. the event when the events take place in Thor, he believed that Thor was his brother, Odin was his dad, um, Frigga was his mother. He had this sense of family, and he was raised correctly. He wasn't raised to be, yeah. you know, evil or and a frost giant and and all that stuff. Where she didn't have that opportunity, you know. Mm-hmm. And I think that it's that like that is the core of who Loki is. He's always had real people who've loved him. You know, he's always had that relationship with Thor and that's, always even though he's even never a-
0: realized it. Exactly. Right.
1: But even in like, you know, like, or like phase one and two Loki, like he's always like, nev- he's never gone fully evil to the point of no return because he's always had that one thing holding him back where yeah. like, like we see in this moment, you know, he's like, Hey, maybe we should hear this guy out. Maybe he's, maybe he's lying, but maybe he's not, but killing him and making this mistake is too great. Like th- this effect, this will affect everybody, not just us, if we make the wrong choice here. So we point. need to take a second where mm-hmm. Sylvie's just ready to start swinging her machete around. Right. You know, I think yeah. it says a lot about Loki and, and who he is and, and what he's been through. Yeah. So they finally reach this moment where um, he who remains says they, cro- they just cross over the threshold. So he reveals, he's like, hey, I, I know I said before that I know everything that's going to happen. That's not true. Because ten as of 10 seconds ago, I have no idea what's happening, which is just fuel to Sylvie's fire. It's like, oh, you lied about that? Well, then you must have been lying about other things before.
0: But do you think he's lying? Do you think he does know what's coming next? Or do you think he no. is actually telling the truth?
1: No, because he he's unable to stop Sylvie from killing right. him. And he right. just, like, lets it happen. He's like, mm. well, this isn't my problem now. This is going to be my next variance yeah. problem. So but at the same
0: time, we'll talk about what happens at the very end of the episode, too, and like what exactly he did do while he was still there to influence the rest. But it's a good point.
1: So Sylvie goes to kill him, and Loki is trying to stop her uh, Yeah, stop her desperately. He's like, maybe we should hear this guy out. Um, Loki pretty much believes everything that he remains is saying. And Sylvie, this makes Sylvie... Uh, not trust Loki anymore because she's like oh right. so you just want to take the throne like this what what I want and what I'm doing here doesn't matter to you at all like you just want to be you know king of something mm-hmm. and he's and like maybe yeah exactly we know that's not true because we've seen Loki lie before and we know in this moment that he is absolutely not lie- lying mm-hmm. he's like no that's not true that's not what I want at all like yeah. what and he's like maybe maybe we're not meant to be together because you can't trust and I can't be trusted. And they fight. They go into this yep. epic fight sequence. And right uh right before, you know, Sylvie's able to get him, Loki makes himself reappear. He transports um Yeah, transports himself like right in front of her. And he's just like, stop, stop, stop. He's like breaking down. This is his last effort to get Sylvie to stop um, you know, trying to kill this guy. He's Tom Hiddleston is crying in the scene. There yep. are tears pouring out of his eyes and he says i don't want to hurt you i don't want a throne i just want you to be okay and sylvie kisses him and this kiss happens and
0: how do you feel how do you
1: feel (laughs) so the first time i watched it i was like this is the most like this is the least amount of chemistry i've ever seen in a kiss in my entire life it did lack that and i I think And I think that's purposeful because I think this entire time Loki has always been more into Sylvie than Sylvie's been into Loki because I I think Sylvie's motives have been clouded, have clouded any chance that she has at forming relationships because what she wants, which is vengeance, has been her main mission this entire Mm -hmm. time. She has been jumping through apocalypses to get this job done and he's ready for love.
0: Because he's learning to love himself, and that's the whole metaphor. He's ready to love himself, she's not ready to love herself. Mm
1: Because she's
0: not ready to love him, and he's ready to love her. So I think it's just, yeah, I think he's definitely more, he's in love with her, she's not. And I did see it as her trying to basically form a distraction to then boot him.
1: Yeah, yeah. I was like, there, I was like, this is it. This is the betrayal. This is the betrayal I was worried about from the mm-hmm. second that blanket scene happened. And she said, how do I know you're not going to betray me in the end of this? I'm like, bitch, how do I know you're not going to betray me at the end of this? Oh, and I, don't, I, and guess, I did, because
0: you again, did. It's not malicious, but it's also like, just she's not willing to let herself believe it yet. And I, I think that's powerful, but also irritating. <laughs>
1: You're making Frankly me Lisa. not hate Sylvie as much as I did in this moment because anyone who fucks with Loki fucks with me, and I just wow. I oh so like I all just the aven- inf- all the
0: Avengers in Infuriated me. Then. So so Hulk and you yeah know, yeah Iron they, Man they, they, they're
1: all gonna be hearing Cap. from me and my okay. lawyer. <laughs> all right, yeah, well, for messing Turn with your Loki. back
0: on Cap. Else. that's
1: uh... okay well when evil loki's doing evil things because he thinks he can be king okay. obviously this is growth loki Sweet like loki. when people okay. mess with loki and like thor okay. ragnarok that's when i'm gonna be up in arms okay <laughs> you know because he's grown he's a new guy yes he, he
0: really has and, it, and this is before dark world even happens so
1: so she, as the kiss happens they turn she turns them so now she's on the other side of the desk and she gets a hold of his tempad and says, But I'm not you, creates a portal, pushes Loki through it. And she sends him right through the portal and she kills he who remains. And he just says on his last last breath, See you soon.
0: Yeah. So, oh, and then we have one last scene. So, yeah. Keep going, we do. So <laughs> then
1: we cut back to Mobius and B15 looking at the screen where now we see all of the branches. Uh, All the timelines are splitting, all the branches are forming, and Mobius says, no turning back now, and B-15 replies with, who said anything about turning back? And we cut to depressed Loki sitting in his chamber, all sad, because it's the betrayal he never anticipated on experiencing. He's always, you know, I feel like he's always very cautious about how much trust he puts into people. And he always has, you know, kind of like one foot out the door every time, every like with re- every relationship he's ever had. He's always had one foot out the door, you know, ready to bolt as soon right. as there was a sign of trouble. But mm-hmm. with Sylvie, I feel like his heart, his whole heart was in it. He was more than willing to trust her and, you know, be with her in a timeline that, you know, the he who remains was going to create for them. And she just, you know, stabbed him right right in the back just to get what she wanted and he decides to, he gets up and he sets off to find Mobius. Um, he pushes through a crowd of people. He ends up in the library. He finds uh, B-15 and Mobius talking and he starts explaining to them what happened. He goes, they're talking. They're like, how are we going to undo all these branches? And And he's like, you can't. Like, no one can. We made a terrible mistake. We killed the guy who was, or Sylvie killed the guy who was in charge. There's going to be multiple different variants of him coming in and and ruining, like taking over, like, we have to like start preparing. And Mobius is like, calm down. You're an alien. You're an analysis, right? And what's the word? Analyst. 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 Oh my God. (laughs) It was like, it wasn't computing in my brain in that moment. You're You're an analyst, right? What's your name? What, what division are you in? And in that moment we realized, oh my God, that's not Mobius from our timeline. And then Loki turns to a statue, and it's not one of the three timekeepers. It is he who remains.
0: Well, it is, but it's also a different outfit. I don't know if you noticed, but it was the uh, outfit of what we know as Kang the Conqueror. So that's kind of what confirmed who he was, even though we knew, based on casting reports of Quantumania, that he was already Kang the Conqueror, that Jonathan Majors was playing him. I think if they had not announced that John the Majors was going to be in Ant-Man 3 as Kang the Conqueror, I think it would have been like, uh, oh, are we? is it going to be Kang the Conqueror? And then when we see the end image of the statue of Kang, oh, obviously Kang the Conqueror, that's when it's like, oh, cool. But I think because we knew the casting, I knew as soon as he opened the elevator doors and he was standing there with the apple that it was Kang. Or oh. at least a variant of Kang. So I
1: mean, like, I had my suspicions, but I don't know much about this Kang character, Because mm-hmm. I, I really, I could do like a live deep dive of him right now. In no, my, I don't think we need
0: to Marvel. Marvel I think the problem with this is I think I think the less we know, the better. And I've learned okay. that with with WandaVision, Falcon and Winter Soldier. And now this, right? Especially. I know. Like, like I think it's just cooler to know less, but I do know we do know that this is a variant of Kang, just because. He is confirmed to be playing Kang the Conqueror in Ant-Man three, so it's. Assumed I didn't even that, know
1: that. I didn't even yeah, know that so, about Ant-Man three. Yeah, so
0: so, so John the Major's is Kang in the MCU, which means that this is most likely a variant of Kang that just died. Uh, but the question now is, do you think Sylvie sent Loki to this other timeline, or do you think Kang had some sort of plan? Like, who do you? How do you think mm. Loki ended up in this timeline? And is this an alternate timeline? Is this a, or is there something else going on?
1: See, at first, I thought that everything that because they killed the guy that our timeline changed the one that Mm. we were in from the beginning, I thought that it. I thought that everything just changed Mm. because during my first watch, I was like, oh, my God, like everything's different now, like Mobius doesn't know who he is. But then I was like, oh, but we see a shot of Mobius and B-15 at the screen, so they're not in the library. When, you know, Loki in the real timeline, they're, they're at the screen and they're still, you know, on the mission of, you know, ending the TVA and seeing what happens where this Mobius and B-15 is like, oh my God, these timelines, these, these branches, like Mm -hmm. we have to do something. Um, So I think that, I don't know, I, I really didn't think that Loki getting sent into a different timeline was planned by anyone i don't think that kang you think sylvie just sent him there i think that she just created a portal whatever was you know readily available and was like boom there you go dude. do
0: you think her killing him is how he ends up this the conqueror ruler statue of the TVA in that parallel universe do you think it would have changed? i think that
1: maybe he's probably just that you know the the guy in that timeline You know, I don't think that anything changed in that timeline other than all the branches happening. Okay,
0: yeah, it's very it's very convoluted. And I think that's the point. But at the same time, like I said, because I thought it was the end of the series as a whole and because it's the finale of a season, I just wanted a little bit more closure to the core story they were telling where it was just kind of like, all right, this is who's behind it. And then it's an exposition dump of what's going on. And then it's, oh, now you're in a new place new mission, new, everything's changed. And it's like, I guess that's effective and it's a good cliffhanger, but at the same time, it felt like it was more to set up what was happening in the future of the MCU than it was concluding this particular story. And that's why I think, as much as I think the Loki series this season had a much better consistent you know, episode run than the other two shows, I think WandaVision ended on a more satisfying note than this. And I get it's different because this is only a season finale, not a series finale, but Mm -hmm. I I was a little underwhelmed by this only because it was like, we're, we're not answering any questions. We're only just getting more questions added, but also like, uh, yeah, and then Sylvie and Loki, the Sylvie betraying—it's it- frustrating because it's like they both gone on so much growth, but then maybe she yeah. hasn't, and uh it- it's just very interesting. And again, I- I'm with you. Like, does this mean Loki's not going to be in the movies? Because he's not in Thor: Love and Thunder, I don't believe, because that's just Thor and the Guardians. But I think there was rumors he might be in Doctor Strange: Multiverse of Madness, but I don't even think he will be now. I think they're going to mm-hmm. just leave him here. This T V A thing and doctor strange is going to be its own little thing so i I really don't know what do you think like what what are your overall opinions on the series the season
1: i mean i had a great time with this with this series i had Mm -hmm. a great time with this season um you know as soon as i saw loki will return in season two like my first reaction was oh my god that's a that's amazing you know like obviously Mm -hmm. i was stoked but and then at the same time i was like oh my god does that mean like he's like done like movie wise like he's not making any more cameos he's not you know gonna be a part because you know i'm even thinking in my mind i'm like yes like i could see him being a part of multiverse of madness because of all this tva stuff now but at the same time i'm like what purpose does he really have now in the movies you right know, he's Doctor not strange... trying to take control of any anyone
0: right His... if dr strange fixes it what else is there for loki to do aside mm-hmm. from getting back to the Owen Wilson that he knew and the uh, right. and Sylvie, maybe that'll be the point. Or maybe Dr. Strange and multiverse of madness is literally just going to be him helping Wanda find her kids. And this is a totally different thing. This whole multiverse thing is just going to be its own thing that Loki deals with in season two. I really yeah. don't know. It's going to be interesting. Um, but did, I... so overall, this, this finale, did you like the finale or were you a little underwhelmed like me?
1: I, I don't know. I I think I liked it. Okay. Cool. <laughs> I, I, I know that's kind of like weak. Like, I, you should know whether or not you like mm-hmm. something. By me saying I think I liked it probably means that yeah. I, I didn't like it as much well, as I, I'm trying to.
0: Well, here's the thing. <laughs> the first episode for me was just like exposition. I was like, whatever. Mm-hmm. second episode was so cool. It, it the. Apocalypses and then the warehouse, and I loved it. And then finding the variant, and then, like, that was awesome. The third episode, I wanted them to include all the TVA stuff, but I liked how it developed Sylvie and Loki. Fourth episode, Mm -hmm. lots of fun. It was the climax. Everything's not real. The time keepers are fake. Fifth episode, really cool to see what else is here at the end of time and the other Loki variants. It's a cool exploration of that. And that's kind of like your last big action sequence. And then Mm -hmm. the seventh and then sixth episode, it just felt like another... Exposition dump to then proceed us to the rest of the MCU Phase Four. When mm-hmm. I wanted more of a closure on the Loki Sylvie storyline, and you know, I, I feel like opening the doors and including this variant of Kang was cool. But at the same time, I'm like, I wish it was just about Loki and Sylvie and them and and Ravona and, and Mobius because I think Ravona Mobius didn't really have a ton to do in this episode. It's like, sure,
1: yeah, yeah,
0: I missed that part. But again, like I do think this was a very solid series all in yeah. all, even though the the yeah, finale sure. was probably. If I had to rank all the episodes, the finale is as my fifth favorite, and the six my sixth favorite is the premiere. I think because the middle four were just so so great. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know what would be my top. Maybe episode two because that, that was the only episode that I was like, <gasps> you know.
1: I think episode two is my favorite too.
0: Yeah, like that. That was I a peak, and I, I remember both of us were just ecstatic about it. But
1: um. but I think I'm left with the same question with you now, Jill. Is like, what is going to happen in like now with? all these movies that have confirmed dates that are coming out. We have, mm-hmm. you know, Shang-Chi, we have Eternals, we have yeah. Spider-Man three. I believe I could be wrong, but isn't multiverse of madness coming out in either February or March of 2022. It's, it's, it's
0: either love and thunder and then multiverse or multiverse and love and thunder. I'm not.
1: Oh, sure. love and thunder. I forgot about love and, and then black thunder. Panther two like, is
0: somewhere in there too. I don't I know.
1: Fe- if I had my old notebook, I have all these dates written down. But I, I don't. You. I feel like Love and Thunder is coming out in May, and I think Multi Multiverse of Madness is coming out in March. I we're could gonna, be. We're gonna give you the
0: right information. So folks wrong. In just a second. Um,
1: because okay. I'm like
0: Shang-Chi, Eternals, Spider-Man three. Yes, March is Multiverse of Madness. May is Love and Thunder. July is Wakanda Forever. Then November we get Captain Marvel two. Yes. And then we don't get Quantum till February of twenty three. Yes. And then Guardians three in May of twenty three. Yeah. So, um, and then Hawkeye is somewhere in the middle of there and yeah. And she Hulk is somewhere in the middle of there, all this stuff. But.
1: Because like if season two doesn't come out until, you know, like June, you know, because seasons usually like come out like the, the next year or like, you know, whatever. Mm-hmm. So let's say it comes out in June, 2022. It's like, That's okay. So, yeah. so everything that happened in those movies, did it affect? loki at all or well, is season two gonna pick up right where we left off
0: or it's, is, it's hard because this this started you know, at 2012 and i think this happened at 20 at the point in 2012 but at the same time they went just went to the end of time so i don't know yeah yeah i weird. feel like
1: this like this tv show doesn't exist in like we can't put it in a year because, well, because as, also soon as, when as soon Richard as they e. Grant, took loki out of 2012 boom it was just in an abyss yeah he was in also, a void, if you Richard will. Richard E.
0: Grant, when when they we met his variant of Loki, he had said that he was he killed Thanos, right? Mm-hmm. Or he escaped Thanos. He no, escaped, no, no.
1: He he escaped.
0: Yeah. Right. He so it's Thanos. like so so that took place after Infinity War, long after Infinity War, his timeline. So mm-hmm. I, I really do think this is just its own entity. Uh, yeah. I, I think it's just overarching the whole MCU, which is interesting. But again, like I'm interested to see what'll. Ha- I almost wish. If they were going to do a season two, they call it something else like uh, TVA Time Wars or uh, Sylvie or like call it something else so that this is its own story. So that way, when you watch the MCU through, you can put this in a nice little pocket somewhere. The problem is now season one and two, are they going to work together? Is it going to be something different? I don't know. I wish they if because they're going to make more series about all these characters. But like I would have liked them to maybe call it something else just so it's its own thing. So we can like not have to worry about bridging the gap. But I don't Mm -hmm. know.
1: Well, we'll see.
0: That's <laughs> a lot. <laughs> Our brains are both a little fried. It's a
1: lot, and I um, think we're just gonna have to wait until Multiverse of Madness, really, to get yeah. a lot of answers. Because well, also
0: Spider Man, we don't know if there's multiverse stuff with that too, because where
1: Where are you on with that now? Now that we've watched this entire series and we know what happens, like has have your thoughts about Spider Man and your predictions and theories and whatever have changed at all regarding? The thing is, knowing that this is gonna have. It?
0: knowing that this is going to have a season two, I really feel like the multiverse and Spider-Man will dive into other worlds crossing, but I don't think it's going to be because of this, because of the TVA and the timelines. I literally just think it's going to be our kid, like multiverse madness is our, my kids are out there somewhere. We got to find them and they're jumping to different dimensions rather than, Oh, well, look, Loki did this timeline thing. Like, I really don't think it's going to be that, but who knows? And Spider-Man, I think it's going to be something whole, wholly different because you know we're only apparently getting the villains confirmed from other movies but we might also be getting toby and andrew but i'm not even gonna put that much trust in that <laughs> only because i feel like that was something that was purely fan theory because we are getting doc Ock and electro like i really yeah. don't have, i'm sorry for your forehead um i just, I just to hit my, my head
1: on my microphone i'm so sorry <laughs> if you heard the bump i just like yeah. adjusted myself okay. in my seat and just like, i'll edit
0: the sound a little bit to make slammed it slammed into
1: sad. my microphone <laughs>
0: Um, So any last thoughts just before we go into maybe one Easter egg? I only have one Easter egg. Um, The one Easter egg egg I had was that like the statue at the end of Kang is a much different costume than the one we saw. So that that's like Kang the Conqueror. The other one was, um, well, there were two more. I didn't write down what the numbers were, but if you look in the library, in the other episodes, in the background, you see like these little like letter combos and stuff. Mm-hmm. They're they're different when Loki's walking through it at the end of this episode. So it's oh, yeah? It's a completely different. Because my first theory was, oh, the TVA, like everyone's mind is wiped. That was my first instinct. But then I was like, no, this is a totally different TVA because all the numbers and letters are different. Um, and the statue, of course, is different. And then mm-hmm. the third thing is, at the high school, there is uh, a sign that says, go Tigers. And as we know, the mascot of the high school that Peter Parker goes to, is the Tigers. It's obviously not the same high school because Ohio and New York, but maybe that's just a way to say, hey, wink, 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 Spider-Man, we're getting into the timelines. You know?
1: Oh, so, okay. I don't know. Maybe. Um, you have to or, be like a diehard who pays attention to details like that to right, well, pick up on I, that. If you ever get I asked did, I mean, trivia I,
0: who the I, mascot I, is for Peter Parker's school, the Tigers.
1: That would be great trivia. Oh my God. I think we'd stump people with that one. Even yeah. the everyone on movie schmo down
0: yeah i was gonna um, say maybe we should have people on one one podcast to just do marvel trivia and see who like you know just ask questions to other between people. me and you either that or we host it because honestly i think it'd be i don't know because i i honestly don't think i'd be very good at marvel trivia because i just don't have the same like deep cut knowledge base but i want to find people who are like who watch every movie every week. Like, like there are people. I want to see if we can stump... I want to see if we can stump that. Yeah, you
1: know. maybe. Maybe we maybe. should make our own, like, or Marvel maybe trivia will, games.
0: I will make the questions, and you can go up against other people, maybe. Oh. Because you're definitely more of a trivia person than me. Uh, for Marvel.
1: Yeah, maybe. I don't know. Um, people who watch a movie every week, that's insane. it, it, it they You'd have to ask, like, insane questions, like how many blades of grass are seen <laughs> in when Peter Quill stands under the spaceship in the beginning yeah, of no, Guardians It'll, it'll, it'll be of a the little galaxy. bit more
0: surface level than that, but that might be a good idea for the future. Any last bits about Loki before we put the season to bed?
1: I did notice that I guess this is kind of an Easter egg. I didn't look into this name at all to see if mm-hmm. it had any relevance in the MCU. But I did notice um, Ravona Renslayer's real name in from her timeline on her degree from the Ohio State University that she attended and got her, I guess, master's in education in because she's a what's principal. her name? Um, Rebecca Corminett. I try. It's very fancy handwriting. I know the first name is definitely Rebecca. The, the last name I could be butchering right now, but yeah, her real name's Rebecca. So fun fact.
0: Hmm, very cool. Because um, Ravona Renslayer is her name, right?
1: Yeah, that's the name that she goes by in the TBA.
0: Okay. Yeah. All right. Well, I'm sure we'll someone will look into that and let us know uh, <laughs> if there's any deeper meaning <laughs> to her Rebecca. Um, okay. So next week. We are doing something different yes. for y'all. We are going to put on our fancy clothes and host an award show for y'all called the Marvies, <laughs> right? Is that what we decided? It was either yeah. the Marvies or the Stanleys.
1: <laughs> yeah, or I was thinking, I was like, maybe we should be, have it do with like Stanley a little bit, or I don't, don't know, Stanleys? the Lee, maybe. the Lee well, Awards. Well,
0: the Stanley Awards. Yeah, why don't we do that? The Stanley Awards um here. Okay. We'll copyright it now. The Stanley Awards will be taking place here on the channel and on audio podcast if you're listening. What we are going to do is we're going to sit down. We have all these categories for you like best movie, but then we've also got some niche categories like the best MCU couple, the worst MCU film, the best MCU series. We have a bunch of categories that we discussed beforehand that we approved or that I made that Kelsey approved. Um and then we are going to each come up with 3 nominees each and if we share them then so say we okay for best marvel series say i put wandavision falcon winter soldier and loki is my three and kelsey also puts wandavision falcon winter soldier and loki is her three because they're the only three spoiler alert um then those will be the only three nominees. But say there's a category where I have three different things and Kelsey has three different things, then there will be six nominees. So the categories can be from three to six nominees. And then we will talk here. We'll reveal the nominees here. We'll do the nominations beforehand. We'll reveal the nominees. And then together we will decide on the best representation Representative for that category, and we'll go just down the line. All the categories will end with best movie because the Oscars are stupid and did the wrong thing. We will end with best movie because we don't want to end with best actor and then rob Chadwick Boseman of another award at the end of the show. Um, so we will be doing that next week. So the Stanley awards, uh, it's going to be a lot of fun. I, I can't wait to, cause we've talked about our favorite villains. We've talked to like almost our favorite heroes with a Marvel bracket, but we've never talked about the craft. We never talked about the directors and the cinematographers and the sound, the soundtracks. Um, so that'll be fun to rank, even though I think I know the front runner for soundtrack, but I won't spoil it. Uh, but we'll yeah, we, we will make those nominations. I'm going to write mine tonight and then Kelsey, whenever she's ready, will send me hers and then we can, okay. I'll compile the list. Yeah. Just cause I've, I want to write them down. I want to, I want to, well, I've got to go through and see what I want to nominate. But uh, yeah. if you guys are interested in that tune in next week, we'll have those awards for you and then we'll plan something else for the next week until what if happens. Um, any last words, Kelsey, where can they find you?
1: Uh, you can find me on Instagram, Kelsey A. Kilpatrick. You can find me on TikTok at Cause13, or you can subscribe to my YouTube channel, Cause Productions.
0: Awesome. You can find me at Dylan underscore Randazzo at Twitter. You can find me at TikTok at Dylan Randazzo 417. I got to post there a little bit more. Um, and okay. then you can find me at the Dill Pickle Movie Network on YouTube. I post reviews. I have other shows about film offs and all this stuff. I have great co-hosts for all my other shows. Uh, I'm doing Big Brother uh coverage every single week you will get another video on big brother because there's crazy stuff going on with big brother so the second big brother episode uh that i did just got posted a few days ago so check that out if you're into big brother if you're not check it out anyway (laughs) give me the view give me the like um like comment subscribe it helps the channel grow it helps kelsey and i finally grow this podcast because we have a lot of good audio listeners but we need more video watchers so if you're listening on audio head to video we see you all around the globe we have listeners, and it's really exciting. We have people in Japan, we have people in Africa, we have people in Europe, we have people in South America, we have people everywhere. Um, maybe we have people in Ireland, Kelsey. That'll that'll be, he'll be around.
1: We'll see. Um, Tell we'll see, you if I get guys, recognized from my voice
0: the paparazzi maybe they'll ask you to sign the notebook um so the notebook uh link is down below if you want to buy that notebook that kelsey made we are not doing any discounts on it but buy it and show us your cool amazing spider-man notebook um anyways i was dylan she was kelsey we'll see you next week for the stanley awards